Well, good morning, good morning, good morning to all of my brothers and sisters this morning, ladies and gentlemen, saints of God. Uh, it is Thursday morning, January the 16th, and we thank the Lord this morning for another day that the Lord has made that we can come together, rejoice, and be glad in it. We thank God this morning for all of our prayer partners, prayer warriors, intercessors, gatekeepers, uh, men and women that are gathering this morning to pray uh, overcomers. Uh, we thank God for you all this morning coming back, thinking it not robbery, to join us again this morning for this uh, creating a prayer culture for God prayer call this morning. We give the Lord just praise this morning. We come in the awesome, incredible, amazing name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ to pray, to study God's word and to pray. And the Bible says in Acts that we should continue in the word, studying of the word and prayer, gathering together and trusting God as we continue to do what he's called us to do, that God will give increase. He'll do what it is that he said he would do. We gather this morning because we love the Lord. We come, first of all, to make known to him our adoration and love toward him this day and confess our love for the brethren, confess our love for the world. Even those who persecute us, we love them because they're souls and God loves all souls. He says, souls are mine. And uh, the result of us gathering is that we want to see souls won to the kingdom of God. And it takes a lot of bearing with people in love to do that. It takes a love for this work we are doing. It takes a love for prayer, a love for studying the word. All of those things that we do, man, because we love God is what God is going to use to add increase to us because there are men and women that are trying to serve God are far off from God and God want to draw them closer to him by loving kindness because that's what drew us. Amen. And so he's still in the drawing business. He's still in the long suffering business. He's still in the patient and kind business, even though he's chastening those who he loved even today. And we're seeing that all around us right now. And some of us might call it the judgment of God. I do sometime. Uh, but it's God chastening those of us right now because all souls belong to him. And a lot of times we don't discern properly or understand what God is doing. But whatever he's doing, he's doing it out of love. He's long suffering. He's patient. So he's trying to get us now, just like he did with his children, Israel, to turn our hearts back toward God. Because what we see is humanity trying to govern itself in its own understanding of its own uh, way of doing things without God. And God is about love. And so right now there's just too much hatred out there. There's too many people out there, man, that's allowing sin to increase in their life to become more appealing to them than the blessings of God. And it's causing the love of many to wax colder and colder. That's the root cause. We discern that in the Holy Ghost. And we call that out. You know, we call it what it is. It's sin. It's evident. Amen. And it causes people who, who once upon a time loved God, who loved the brethren, who loved life, who loved other people that are struggling right now, amen, because their love is waxing colder and colder because sin has come in and enticed so many and caused many, many to fall away in this last hour. But as we make preparation for the coming, the second coming of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, we cannot do it without understanding there is danger ahead of us. Amen. And we're only going to be able to face that danger, to face that fear of the inevitable 
with love. Amen. Love will keep us focused. Love will bring us through. Love will help us. Love will shield us. Love will protect us. Amen. And because we love God, amen, we continue to lift up his name. We continue to spread his gospel. We continue to witness for him out of love this morning. Amen. We love the Lord this morning. We have no other God before him this morning. We don't serve two masters. We serve him, the one and only true and living God, the God that so loved this world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. So we thank the Lord this morning. Amen. For the love of God that has been shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost that we're able now to not only love God, but to love our neighbors as ourselves. And so we give God praise this morning, amen, for sending his love into our hearts, for sending his love into this world through his son, Jesus Christ, to redeem sinful man back unto himself this morning. And so there's still many, many, many that are out there that are far off right now. There's still many out there that still worship God with the lip service, with the mouth, and their hearts are far from him. So we are praying in the name of Jesus, all of this darkness and gross darkness that we see unfolding all around us, amen, that somewhere in the midst of it, that love will have a chance to reach every heart and minister to that heart, Amen. To a point where they'll want to turn away from this world and turn away from that life of sin and turn back to the Father. Amen. And find confidence, strength, man, and restitution, restoration in him. Victory in Jesus through love. Amen. And so we give him praise. So let's check in this morning and get started this morning in the word this morning. We're going to be taking a look this morning at our relationship with the world. We're going to have to have a relationship with the world. Just like we started out saying we have a relationship with God, just like Jesus had one with the Father, and we have one with the Father through Jesus, and we have one with each other, amen, believers having a relationship with other believers. And now we got to figure out, man, how we're going to be able to transport that love into a relationship with the world. Amen. And the word of God is going to speak to us and minister to us this morning that we'll be able to accomplish that because we'll be taught by the word. Amen. Not my feelings, not my emotions, because uh, one of the strongest emotions anyway is love. You know, now by the faith, hope and love these three, but the greatest of these is love. And we want to be able to, to this morning to couple that with the word, to be instructed from the word, because we in this world, we're not of this world, but we're going to have to develop a love for this world that we'll pray for this world, just like Jesus prayed for it, just like the father loved it so much. He gave his only begotten son because he wanted a relationship with his world that he had created. Amen. He wanted a relationship with all the creatures on this earth that he had created. He wants a relationship with the church that he created. He wants a relationship with those saints and believers in the church. Amen. And he want to win all those unbelievers through the church by love. So we got our work cut out for us this morning, but I believe that we can accomplish it with the love of the father that is in our hearts by the Holy ghost that we trust him that spirit of love will begin to reach out and minister through us love, the message of love. And we're going to be able to um, reach many in this dark and desolate age and generation that we're living in where there's so much going on out there, hate out there, murder out there. You know, you've got perversion out there. You've got immorality out there. And you also have a mindset out there that's trying to govern and live without God. 
That's the greatest concern we have right there is humanity, human beings, men and women, boys and girls, people in general out here in this world trying to govern their lives, trying to make choices, trying to live without the help of God, without a relationship with God. And it is an impossible task. Amen. We know that road leads to hell, but we know when you turn to God, that road leads to heaven. And we all want to walk up here on that highway all the way from earth to heaven. Amen. But we got to do it in love right now. We got to prepare in love right now. It's not enough just to be on the highway of life, going through life. We got to make sure we're on the right highway and we're heading in the right direction. Amen. Walking in love as he is love, loving others as he have, as, as Christ has loved us. And that's what it's all about. And we choose this morning to love everybody all the time. And in every situation, we choose to get along with everybody all the time. And in every situation, we choose to forgive others this morning that have wronged us, persecuted us, sinned against us all the time and in every situation. I'm declaring this over you this morning because this is what I want to see as a part of your destiny. Amen. This is what I want to see show up in your future because the world right now needs love. And we're going to have to be the catalyst, the instruments, the messengers that spread this message of love this morning. Amen. Because we've been mandated by God. It's easier to pray for people that you love than to pray for people that you don't love. Amen. So you're going to have to, we're going to have to purpose in our heart by the Holy Ghost that we're going to love everybody all the time. And in every situation, whether we know them or not, we love this president. We love all those senators, all those congressmen. We love all those independents. We love all those houses. We love everybody that's in a position of authority and leadership. We love our enemies, those who persecute us. We pray for all of them because at the end of the day, when you really look at it through God's eyes and his perspective, they are souls. And we know God loves all souls and he said, they who win souls are wise. So we're praying that our prayers of love, our labors of love will win souls to Christ. Amen. That's all that we're planning to get out of this is that souls will be won to Christ. Amen. As our messengers, as our, as our message reaches out there, you know, to all our listeners, we're praying that if there's somebody out there that's on the receiving end of this message, of this prayer, of this Bible study, anything we say, that it would touch their hearts and cause them to want to draw closer to God, that they'll see him as a God of love and not a God of hate, and let that draw them closer to the Lord. Amen, amen. So let's pray this morning. Abba, Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, Lord, in this earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is your kingdom, the power, and the glory forever and ever. Holy Ghost, we ask you now to shed some light on this word today. In the name of Jesus, we pray that it move from these pages that is written on being logos, and that it today would transfer into a rhema, a living word that will speak to the hearts and minds of your people now as we open up this perfect law of liberty and look there within. I pray for a continuous residing in the word of God that we stand on it and we share it with others as it instructs us this morning. Let us go forth and instruct others this morning. Your word is a, is a delight and a counselor to us all. It is a 
a lamp unto our path. It is a light unto our path and a lamp unto our feet. We thank you this morning and we praise you this morning for your word this morning. Let it enter this morning and bring light into our lives this morning. In Jesus' name, it's a, your word has been sent to give us life to, and to revive us and to restore us to the things of God. And so we thank you for the word of the Lord this morning. Now let the words of our mouth and the meditation of our heart going forward be acceptable in thy sight. Oh, our firm and penetrable rock and our redeemer. We give you praise this morning. We give you glory this morning. Every one of your righteous decrees, Lord God, endureth forever. We thank you for your word. We found that word and we did eat your word. And your word now has become joy and rejoicing to our hearts this morning. According to the book of Jeremiah chapter 15, verse 16. We thank you for your word this morning. Amen. Now let's turn back to the gospel of John chapter 15. We're going to pick up in verse 18. And just spend a little bit of time. And again, our focus this morning is to help us to be able to build this relationship with the world that we live in through love. Amen. And we're going to check out some, some lessons and some insight and some wisdom here that John, amen, has recorded. And, and it's all in red in my Bible. So this is actually Jesus, amen, teach, teaching. This is him speaking. And John wrote this down for our benefit so let's take a look in here and kind of see what he had to say. And I want you to think of this in terms of our relationship as believers in this world, that we have to have a relationship with this world because God desires a relationship with this world based on love, unconditional. And he wants to communicate that through us believers, amen, who have the love of the Father in our hearts by the Holy Ghost, amen. Even though in this world it's loaded down with persecution, but Jesus said, be of good cheer because I've already overcome this world. He overcame it with love, deciding to love it in spite of. He said, Father, forgive them for they know not what they're doing. They sinned against him, but he asked the Father to forgive them because they did not know what they were doing. Amen. And so we're going to have to do the same thing, even for those who persecute us and do all manner of evil against us. Let's go here now and look at verse 18 in the Gospel of John chapter 15 and begin reading here. It says, If the world hate you, and they will and they do, ye know that it hated me before it hated you. And I loved them and I forgave them. So they're going to do the same thing to you because of me. Now that's a chilling reality right there. You mean I got to love them and they hate me? Well, Jesus is telling us up front right here that the world going to hate us because it hated him. <clears throat> so grab that chilling reality, man, and don't freak out about it. Just know that, hey, God has already overcome this world through Jesus. We're going to overcome this world through Jesus and by the love of those who love for those who persecute us. He did. So we might as well, too. We choose to forgive them all the time and in every situation, no matter what they do to us. Verse 19, he says, if ye were of the world and we're not, the world would love his own. But because ye are not of the world, but I have chosen you out of the world. Therefore, the world hateth you. Now, that's an unjustified reason to hate somebody. But the Lord is telling us just because of the, the love relationship we have with God, we're being hated. Just because we are trying to be like our father. Just because. You know, we're trying to walk in love as he was loved, as he walked in love. He said it's an unjustified reason for the world's hatred toward us as Christians. It was the same thing for him, you know. And so he said it's unjustified. There's no justification for what's going on right now. He, you know, because he said any believer 
professes Christ Jesus, you're supposed to be a new creature. So if you was in the world and God drew you out of the world by love, you're supposed to be now able to love. You're supposed to be a new creature. Old things have passed away. And hate was one of those old things. I remember a time, man, I felt some hate for some people when I was coming up before I really, really got saved. That was an emotion. I didn't, I didn't have no problem telling folks that they did something that I, I man, I hate you. I hate the very ground you stand on. I wasn't comfortable with it then when I wasn't saved. I ain't comfortable with it when I get those feelings now of why somebody hate me or do I hate them, you know? And that's the conviction of the Holy Ghost because it's unjustified if you are a believer. It's unjustified. And since God has taken us out of the world that operates in hate a lot of times, you know, we are new creations. Any man be in Christ Jesus, he's a new creature. Old things have passed away and behold, all things have become new. And so where we used to operate in hate, we're not operating in love because we are new creations in Christ Jesus. We have, been, have a new spirit created in us. We're able to do things now that used to be impossible because what was impossible with man is possible only with God. And only way we're going to love somebody is we got to accept the love of Christ and we got to share that love because it does no good unless we give it away. Love is an action word and there has to be corresponding action. And in this particular case, what we're learning today is how to be in a relationship with the world based on love, unconditional agape love. I don't have to be concerned about what they're going to do back to me. I've already been warned by Jesus. They're going to hate you. They're going to hate you. But you love the hell out of them. You love the hate out of them that hate you and persecute you is what he's saying. You can do it, saints. Amen. Because we are new creations. That was, that's what allows us to do it. Let's look at verse 20. He said, remember the word that I said unto you, the servant is not greater than his Lord. If they have persecuted me, they will also persecute you. And if they have kept my sayings, they will keep yours also. Now, that's what Jesus is saying to us. He said, because believers are identified with Christ, there'll be others out there who want to be identified through Christ. And when we show love for Christ in our life, it becomes an example for others to be able to see that love, recognize that love, and it becomes easier for us to share that love because there are others out there they're just so far off right now. But Jesus said, by loving kindness, have I drawn you when you were far off? By loving kindness, I'm going to draw others through you. So show love. Let your light of love so shine that others will see your love, your good work, and they too will glorify our Father which is in heaven. And he said, when you begin to love those who hate you and persecute you, he said, by this will men know that you are my disciples because you're loving them the same way Christ loved you. Amen. Verse 21, he says, but all these things, not some of these things, but all these things will they do unto you for my name's sake, because they know not him that sent me. Amen. So the world does not have the reality or the truth that we have about who God is. God is love. And God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. People out in the world right now that are in this world, they are part of this world, they're doing things according to the wisdom of this world, the ways of this world. They don't have this reality yet. They don't know this revelation yet. 
That's why Jesus is pointing it out right now, teaching us. Don't expect them to have something that they don't have. Amen. But if we have it, if we have this love in our hearts by the Holy Ghost, there is a strong chance and possibility that they will too, if we are willing to make ourselves available to God to be that instrument of love that will go labor in love, even amongst those in this world that we know hate us. We have to be able to allow God to equip us to build a relationship based on love in this world that we live in because we're up against a spirit of hate out here. And the only way it can be conquered is by love because love conquers all fears and hatred is a result of somebody being afraid of something or someone or someplace. That's where it comes from. Uh, verse 22, he says, if I had not come and spoken unto them, they had not had sin, but now they have no cloak for their sin. Okay. And so because the world is convicted of sin, you know, there's no cloak that they, they have nothing to cover their sin. It's going to take the love of God. Okay. You know, it's going to take the love of God to eliminate that sin, to forgive that sin. Because when people sin, they don't realize against God and God only do we do sin and evil in his sight. We may do it against a brother or sister, but however, ultimately, all sinners against God. And when you're sinning against one of God's least, you're also sinning against him. It doesn't matter. If I sin against you, yes, I'm sinning against you. And if that sin don't hurry up and get remitted, it, re it remains. You know, if I, if I, if I remit it because uh, you did it against me, then it is remitted. If I let it stay there and don't do anything with it, guess what? Not only is it going to mess your life up, it's going to mess mine up too. Because I'm not walking in love. And so any sin that you retain is retained. Any sin that you forgive is forgiven. And guess what? When we forgive, <clears throat> God forgives. And we can only forgive because we've been forgiven. It takes love to do that, especially for a world that's loaded and laced with hate. So much hate out there, man. And then verse 33, he's 23. He says, he that hateth me, hateth my father <coughs> also. And said, so the Lord is saying, my message of love is what convicts people, not yours, but my message of love is what convicts people that God so loved this world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. Forgive others the way Christ has forgiven you. That's his message that convicts people. It convicts the hater. It convicts the sinner. It convicts those who love the world more than they love God. And he said, you can't love, you can't serve two masters. You either going to hate one or love the other. So you got to choose. And it's that convicting message about, do you know God love you? No, in spite of what you do, what you have done, God still died for you, still sent his son to die for you. That's a convicting message, y'all. Amen. He says that the Lord's life, his life of love toward us, and that he was, you know, we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. That's a convicting message that needs to be preached, that need to be spread, that needs to be witnessed, that need to get out so people will know, you know, when we were yet sinners, Christ died for us, you know, you know. Verse 23, he says, I'm sorry, verse 24, he says, if I had not done among them the works which none other man did, they had not had sin, but now have they both seen and hated both me and my father. Verse 25, but this cometh to pass 
that the world might be fulfilled, that the word might be fulfilled, that is written in their law. They hated me without a cause. Now, this is Jesus talking here, you know, the terrible guilt of the world. They hated Jesus without reason or without cause. All he did was came to love, to set up the Father's kingdom, to talk about the Father's kingdom, to talk about his love for them, and they hated him for that. You know, that's what the world will do, man. Hate you for your good. Hate you just because you're a Christian. Hate you just because you confess, confess Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Because you're not confessing that a man, you're not putting your trust and confidence in a man. You know, you're not bowing down to no man. You serve one king and his name is Jesus, King of kings and Lord of lords. Amen. You're not bowing to no power that man has, has bestowed upon himself or other men have bestowed upon a man. You know, you're bowing down to Jesus. Every knee going to bow before Jesus. Every tongue going to confess Jesus that he is the Christ. You know, he is the son of the living God. You know, he's the Messiah. He's the anointed one. And then verse 26, he says, but when the comforter is come, look at the love of God, whom I will send unto you. Look at the love of God from the father, even the spirit of truth. Look at the love of the father which proceeded from the father. Look at the love of the father in this verse. He shall testify of me. So he promises us victory over the world through the comforter, the Holy Ghost, that paraclete, the one that's going to walk alongside of us, the third person of the Godhead body through the love of the father, the promise of the father is going to come to us because the father is going to send him that we would have a comforter right now in the absence of, of his son, Jesus, who loved us so much that he laid his life down. Now God is saying, I'm going to send you a comforter. He came and died for you. Now I'm going to send someone there that's going to tell you the truth, reveal the truth about everything, teach you about my, about the love of the father. Going to continue to reinforce and reaffirm and confirm that message of love. And you're going to be confident and strengthened by it. You know, he's going to teach you everything, bring it all back to your remembrance is what he's saying. That's the promise of our victory over this world. Victory through the Holy Spirit of God that is with us because he is the counselor and he's the comforter. He's the spirit of truth who bears witness with our spirit about Jesus Christ. Amen. So we can stay focused in this world and continue to love this world who hate us, who hated him and persecute us as a result of our love for Christ. Amen. 27 verse 27, he says, and I'm going to end right there and then we'll pray. He says, and ye shall bear witness because ye have been with me from the beginning. So you have victory through our witness now in the world. Okay, we know what Jesus witnessed. We just read all these verses from 18 to 27. We know this is in red. So we know this was Jesus's witness to John as John wrote to others that were looking, listening on and listening. His disciples, they were feeling and experiencing the love of God. But look at what he tells them now. He said, that's my victory story. That's my victory testimony. Now yours is going to be, okay, through your own witness and fellowship with Christ in this world. In this world. You have to maintain that in this world. That's how the world is going to know. Amen. That's how they're going to know me. As you maintain your fellowship. As you maintain your relationship with me in this world. That's how they're going to know. There's no other way. Jesus is saying, I'm the way. 
I'm the truth and I'm the life. Nobody else can come to the Father except through me. Nobody else can know except they do it through me. Amen. I'm, I'm the way. I'm the access to the Father. I'm the one. I'm, I'm God's love gift to the world. Amen. And he says, through me, that's how they're going to know. Amen. And so you got a choice, you know, in this world. You can either get caught up in the hate that the world have and be a part of that, or you can get caught up in the love cycle and be a part of that. And so we believe that our destiny is already determined for us. We just have to walk in it because we can't be a part of God's family without love. This whole family is put together by God. It's, it's kept by God. It's preserved by God only through the love of the Father. And it's an unconditional love. It's an unchangeable love. Father, we thank you and we praise you right now that, Lord, the only way that this world is going to know love is through those whom you love. And so we thank you and we praise you that your love is an unchangeable love. Your love is still drawing those that are far off even right now. Your love is still sustaining and keeping us right now, even in this world of hate. And Father, we thank you in the awesome, incredible, amazing name of your son, Jesus, that today we receive revelation. Today we are informed, God, that you want us to maintain maintain a relationship with this world that is full of hatred. So Father, we thank and praise you for allowing your Holy Spirit to shed love abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost. And that love is an unchanging love. It's unchangeable. It remains constant and steady. It still allows us to forgive others who sin against us, who wrong us, who persecute us. And we know and recognize by this love will people know that we are your disciples because we love the brethren and we pray for them right now, starting with our president all the way down to the least of them that is on this planet. We pray right now for everybody all the time and in every situation that is on planet earth right now that don't know Jesus Christ, that's trying to govern their life, lead a life without Christ. We pray that the love of God will show up and begin to encapsulate and, and, and captivate their minds that they will know God through someone that is loved, the love of the Father will reach them. And we're praying that through this message that's going out right now on our podcast and going out right now, God, in cyberspace, reaching those that are so far away right now physically. But God, we're praying that the message of love will reach them right now and that they would accept the invitation to be invited to the family of God that is created in love because we love the father. We love the brethren. And you want us now to be in a relationship where we love the world in spite of them hating us and persecuting us the way they hated the son Jesus when he was on this earth. And so father, we just pray now in the name of Jesus that that love will run deep in us and motivate us and push us and compel us, God, to go out, Lord God, and, and maintain a love relationship with this world, choosing every day to walk in love, choosing every day to let our light of love so shine that men will see the love of the Father in us and they too will want to become one of your disciples, one of, the, one of the followers of Christ, one of the members of your family, Lord God, because your love is unchangeable. Let that love in us be unchangeable. Let us love every day in every way, Lord God, every situation and circumstance, even when we are persecuted, even when we recognize that we are being hated, Lord God, just because of Christ's sake. And so we thank you. Your word teaches us, God, in the name of Jesus, in the book of John, the gospel of John, chapter 13, verse one, it says, now before the feast, 
of the Passover, when Jesus knew that his that his hour was come, that he should depart out of this world unto the Father, having loved his own, which were in the world, he loved them unto the end. So, Father, let us continue to bear that love as Christ bared it. Let us continue to pick up our cross and follow him and love as Christ did. Let us continue in the labors of love, bearing for one another, Lord God, bearing the burdens of the weak, Lord God, and being willing to forgive others all the time and in every situation, Lord God, for the acts of hate that is administered toward us. Lord, help us to begin to do like Jesus, to imitate Christ, Lord, and say, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do with. And so we thank you and we praise you for that unchanging love that is in us, that it not change with every situation and circumstance that changes, but God, let that love be constant all the way until the end. And so we thank you, Father, and we praise you, Lord God, for your divine intervention in that situation and circumstance that we shall find ourselves in trying to love, oh God, in a place that's laden with hate, Lord God. We need your divine intervention to show up and prompt us, oh Lord God, and to convict us, oh Lord God, that we have received the love of God. Therefore, we should love those who persecute us, Lord. As your word teaches us in the gospel of John chapter 15, we're reminded of yesterday's teaching in verse nine, where it says, as the father have loved me, so have I loved you. Continue ye in my love. Help us to put these words to some corresponding action, Lord God, and help us to imitate the love of the Father <coughs> as we maintain, Lord God, a relationship, a love relationship with this world that's so laden with hate, Father. So we thank you and we praise you that that love, Father, that you require of us is going to require some self-sacrifice as Stephen, Lord God, was stoned because of his belief in Jesus Christ, because he loved the Lord and he was willing to die to protect that witness, to shield his witness of his confession of love for Jesus Christ. He had, he was saved and old things had passed away from him and behold, everything about him had become new. And as he began to express his relationship with Jesus Christ, express his love for Jesus Christ to others in the world, Lord God. They stoned him, they persecuted him, and they stoned him unto death. But in dying, Lord God, he made a statement and he said that, my God, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. And it caused Jesus, who loved this world so much that he laid his life down to stand up in heaven and pierce over the realm of heaven and hear that voice of one, my God, that was representing him, that was imitating him, Lord God, as we read in the book of Acts chapter seven, around verses 55 through the end of the chapter, Lord, the, the, the latter verses. It talks about and describes this great act of love that caused Jesus Christ at his right hand seat of in heaven by the father to get up and pay attention, Lord God, because love responds to love. And so father, we're praying right now in the name of Jesus, that there will be others like Stephen, oh God, that will love all the way to the end. We know it's commanded of us that this world might be saved, Father. So we thank you and we praise you, Lord God, that we will continue in love, making that self-sacrifice to love someone into the kingdom, to love the hell right out of them as Jesus Christ did, as Stephen did, as Paul did, as John did, as others did. Let us too, Father, go forth in love because you said it's inseparable. We can never be separated from the love of the Father, Father. And so when a member, Lord, is drawn into the family by love, they can never be separated from that love, Lord, because nothing can separate us from the love of the Father. 
as we see God in the book of Romans chapter eight, verse 35. You said love is inseparable. You say, God, that we shall, who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or sword? Nothing can separate us from the love of Father. Not life, not death, things to come. Things, nothing can separate us from that love. And so, Father, once a soul is won to you by love, they can never be separated from that love. Even now. God, you love the just as well as the unjust. Even now, your love is still drawing sinners to you, Lord. And so, Father, we thank you and we praise you right now for your long suffering, for your patience, for your kindness. Lord God, you're waiting on us, Lord God, to show love that others might taste and experience the love of the Father and change their love from the world and turn towards you in love and begin to serve you and to worship you and to honor you, Lord God, because they realize that you so loved this world, that it was you who gave your only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish. So as we lift up your name over this world right now, Lord God, because we know it's going out in this podcast right now, your name is being lifted up. Others are being drawn to you right now. Lord God, and we thank you for your love that even now constrains many of us, Lord God, that we don't do the things sometimes that we feel like doing in the flesh, Lord God, reacting in hate, but we rather react in love because the Father reacted to us in love when we were yet in sin. So let that love continue to restrain us right now from retaliating, from revenging, oh God, those who persecute and sin against us as we read this morning in the second book of Corinthians Chapter 5, verse 14. For you said, for the love of Christ, my God, constraineth us, because we thus judge that if one died for all, then we're all dead. We're all dead with Christ. You cannot offend us. You cannot hurt us because we are dead people. We died to all those feelings and emotions of hate and retaliation and revenge because we know that vengeance is God and we know that love will constrain us because the Lord would chasten those of us whom he loved. And so, Father, help us to be constrained this morning and to love because that's what the world needs now, God. And that love is still a sacrificial love. It was with Jesus and so shall it be with us because the Bible teaches us in the book of Galatians chapter 2 verse 20 it says I am crucified with Christ nevertheless I live yet not I but Christ liveth in me and the life which I now live in the faith I live by the faith of the son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Father, this is Paul's testimony. Let this be ours today in the name of Jesus. We thank and praise you for it now. Now, Lord, let that love be manifested in us as we read, amen, in the book of First John chapter 3, verse 16. You said, Lord God, that love will be manifested in us all the way to the point of death as it was in Jesus, even on the cross. You said, Lord God, hereby, Perceive we the love of God because he laid down his life for us and we ought to lay down our lives for the brethren. So, Father, we give you the praise. We give you the glory. We give you the honor for helping us right now to imitate the love of Jesus Christ, to walk in that love, to deal in that love, to love this world, to maintain a relationship with this world that we live in that hated Jesus and they will hate us because of the love of Christ, Lord God. And so, Father, we thank you and we praise you that right now that we will be able to walk in that love in this world that we live in. And we thank you for helping us, Lord, ordering our steps in love. We give you the praise. We give you the glory. We give you the honor. 
in Jesus name, because we know love is what's going to change this world. This world that's so laden with hate right now, so torn right now, so chaotic right now. And so, Father, we thank you for sending that love right now, that love revival to revive and to restore us back into love, into that family of love, Lord God. And so we thank you and we pray for love. We exalt love. We exalt unity. We exalt harmony, spiritual harmony right now. Let it sweep across this earth right now, Lord, and, re and replace all the hate that is out there, Father. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. All right, then.